The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The following program is recommended for ages 18 and over due to adult content. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Behind the Scenes, a look at some of the sometimes steamy inside of Hollywood with your host, Hollywood executive and former Victoria's Secret model, Summer Helene. Our program features the gossip, the dish, and the stories of what's really going on behind your favorite movies, television shows, and celebrities from the people who are involved in the industry. Now, here is your host, Summer Helene. Hi guys, welcome to the show. I am the baddest bitch in Hollywood, the wicked witch of the West Coast and everything else terrible you can come up with. I'm the one that slashes your budgets, decide what gets made and what doesn't and why we have so many bad sequels and so few good ones. I'm Summer Helene, welcome to the show. You all know my, ho- my co-host, John Kessner, you like him better than you do me. Welcome, welcome. Well, with an intro like that, I mean, you know, you're not giving <laughs> yourself very much, you know, fair play here. I, yes, but it's all true. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have uh, a f- fabulous show today. We have on R.A. Mihailov. John, you want to tell everyone a little about R.A.? Yeah, R.A. is uh, part of a brotherhood of actors, uh, you know, who has played Leatherface from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre series. Yeah. So, you know, it's just, a, it's, you know, it's like the guys that played James Bond. There's just a very few number of guys who actually did it, and here's one of them, so... Exactly. Yeah. It's 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 unique. It's it's a unique it's a unique touch of Hollywood. So he's we're talking about Hollywood. Yeah, he's he's an icon. Um, we are talking about Hollywood horror stories. We're going to talk about the good, the bad, the ugly, what's made up, what's not, and what can really go wrong in Hollywood today, and how to keep yourself out of trouble as well. But as a little bit about how to get famous. But first, I would love it would be my honor to welcome on R. A. Mihailov, Leatherface. Hello, Summer. Hello, John. Hi, how are you doing? Ah, fantastic. Thanks for having me on the show. Thank you for being on the show. We're on a new station. Are you excited? (laughs) Uh, You know, I I have to tell you the truth. Uh, I'm not feeling the full impact of it, but if it's good for you guys, it's good for me. Well, we love where we are now. We love our new home. So welcome, welcome. Thank you. Now, you're doing a new movie with John Schneider. I'm just jumping into everything. Oh, well, I'm very happy to announce uh, a movie I did, written and directed by John Schneider, a.k.a. Bo Duke from Dukes of Hazard, uh, has a release date, March 29th. Oh, wow. I'm excited. I'm going to have to check this out. Guys, you've got to go watch that movie. Yeah, it's called so- Smothered, it's, it's, uh, and it's a horror comedy. I All like right. that. Now, what makes a horror comedy? Because the only horror comedy that I'm really kind of familiar with is if we're talking about the Necronomicon. <laughs> well, what makes it a horror comedy that's is... Uh, that's comedy to you? <laughs> that is comedy. <laughs> okay. Yikes. All right. Uh, well, it, it, it's just, you know, there's just very funny situations, uh, and we're all playing. It, it stars uh, Kane Hodder, myself, Bill Mosley, um, 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 
Malcolm Denar, who was Moochie in, in Christine, Don Shanks, who was one of the uh, Michael Myers. It has cameos by uh, John Tales from the Crypt Cassier. <laughs> oh, cool. Uh, Michael Berryman, who has been in a million movies, and if, if you're not familiar with him, uh, he, he's the guy, um, he's, you know, crazy-looking dude. He was Pluto in the original Hills Have Eyes. Yeah, he was also on One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Exactly. Yeah. Good good yeah. catch on that one, John. Yeah. See, this is why we keep John around. He knows this everything. Yep. And you have an <laughs> encyclopedic You have an encyclopedic knowledge, don't you? Mm-hmm. Now, when it comes to movies, real life, no, but movies, yes. <laughs> he knows everything there is to know about everything. So I got to ask you, what is the best thing about a horror movie? I know from an executive and from a studio standpoint, they're great money makers for us. But being in a horror film is is a, is a singularly unique experience. Why horror? Like, what is what is it about horror that pulls you into that genre that that catches you? That 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 uh, appeals to me personally. You personally. Uh, well, you know, I'm a lifelong fan of horror, so uh, for me to have my first starring role as an iconic character that was extremely gratifying. You know, I mean, uh, I, I when I went to Hollywood, I. You know, I would have, I, I wasn't going to be choicey about the roles I took, you know, if, uh, you know, if, if I'd beaten out John Schneider for the role of Bo Duke, I would have been happy with that, too. But, that, you know, uh, but, I, you know, I was lucky. I just happened to uh, get my first break in horror, and uh, that actually was the culmination of a childhood fantasy that uh, met with an adult ambition. And that's wonderful. Now, yeah, it's, it's, it, horror films have a great fan base. They really they do. They really do. A very you know, loyal the Comic-Con sci-fi geeks get all the press. But I've been to a lot of horror conventions, and there's, there's a very strong fan base for horror films, all ages. Everywhere. There really is. And yeah. there's something, there's, there's a loyalty you find in horror towards the horror stars. Even a good friend of mine, Felissa Rose, started in a film called Sleepaway Camp. And she's oh, yeah. got... And she's got, I mean, she's still got a huge fan base. And I've done a few films and different things with her, and she's a great, great girl. But she's got her fan base from when she was 13 years old. Well, it's so funny that people love, people love these guys that play in the horror movies. They're the the most frightening images ever, and people love them. I've I've seen it. I've been to these shows, and, you know, kids come up and hug them and, and, you know, come dressed as them. That's the funny part. Oh, yeah, uh, they're, they're... It, it, it's amazing that the fan base out there and the fanaticism of the fan base. Well, uh, what, what, is the most, what is the most <laughs> unique experience or the strangest experience you've had with a fan that loved uh, you? I, as, I, oh, I, I think that's uh, very easy. I was at a show in Kentucky, and uh, I was with my good friend Kane Hodder. It was toward the end of the, the, end of the weekend, and we were just sort of... Uh, uh, debriefing from everything, and a girl came over and said, "Would you would you sign my sign my shins?" And we said, "Of course." So Kane signed one shin, I signed the other. She goes, "Thanks, I'm going to go get this, these names tattooed now." Oh wow! <laughs> See, that's awesome. Yeah, is that crazy? 
Yeah. That is awesome. Yeah, I'm going to ask everybody in the listening audience, we have two giveaways today, one from Smashbox Makeup. We love Smashbox. We also have one from Off-Road Rentals. You can catch us online on Facebook or you can, ca- uh, or you can call in here. What's the phone number? 1-866-472-5787. That is 1-866-472-5787. And we will give away two things, makeup by Smashbox and two ATV rides at Off-Road Rentals in Palm Springs, California. Tell us who your favorite horror guy is and why. So call in. You can ask for whichever one you want, but I want to know who's your favorite horror guy and why. So as soon as we get someone in, if if we call through or I get someone online, whatever comes first, we will take. Now, I want to know from you, who's your favorite horror guy? Wow, that's uh, hard to say. Uh, of my contemporaries, let, let me think of it for a minute, but of the classic uh, horror guys, I would say absolutely Boris Karloff, uh, Bela Lugosi, and Lon Chaney. Oh, how, Bela Lugosi for sure. That's like mm-hmm. the Mount Rushmore of horror right there. Yeah, so. that's, I mean, there's, that's, when you're talking Bela Lugosi, it's, it's a different realm, it's a different world. Yeah, and it's a different time. You know, th- those are the those are the films that you know inspired me. That's what I watched. You know, that was my uh, that was my guilty uh, wasn't even I was going to say guilty pleasure, but it wasn't even a guilty pleasure. It was just a pure pleasure. It was a treat. You know, uh, the the Friday night uh, chiller theater or whatever. You know, I can't remember the exact name of what we used to watch, but that's the stuff that I cut my teeth on. You know. Oh yeah. So what area is that? Where what area are you from? Oh, I'm uh, from Western Pennsylvania. Western Pennsylvania. Okay, because I'm from like Southeast Ohio, so we had double chiller theater on Friday nights. So yeah, and who, who <laughs> every was the guy city out, had who, its own. Yeah, who was the guy out of Cleveland? Um, well, there was Superhost. Yeah, and then uh, oh, oh, oh. Uh, but but for the horror thing, uh, the only thing I didn't like about him is he used to break into the actual movies with like goofy banjo music and stuff, and I I, I wasn't crazy about that. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. But yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I got to say, people have a unique take on horror. What advice would you give to somebody that wants to get into horror films? Uh, oh, boy. Uh, just the same general advice I'd give to anybody that wants to go into movies in general. Uh, stud- study your craft. Uh, and when a door opens, be prepared to step through it. Uh, be smart. Be prepared and uh, build up a resume so that when you do get a, you know, when you get a meeting, you get a chance, uh, you're, you're ready to go. I like that. Now, I know our time with you is limited, so I am trying to get, I, uh, I am trying to get um, as much information from you as I can. So I've got four minutes till break and I've got a caller in California. So we'll take the caller in California real quick and then we are going to get back to talking to Mr. Mihailov here. We have a caller in California. Hello, caller in California. Hi. Which, which one do I have? Who, who do I have? Oh, this is Jimmy. Okay. Who is your favorite horror icon and why? I'd have to say it is Freddy Krueger, and he's my favorite simply because I love the whole uh, death in your sleep, the whole scaring in your sleep. I love that whole concept. How old were you when you saw that? I was about probably seven years old. 
Oh, good lord! <laughs> not not okay. the best ideal age for that movie, but you know it happens. It yeah. does. All right. Well, Freddy's a good choice. I like Freddy's. So, would you like a ride at Off Road Reynolds, or would you like some makeup? I would like some makeup, oddly enough. <laughs> okay, you want some makeup? We're not here to judge. Yeah, I think let Clarice Starling know we got one girl. on the line. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm FBI going to might be stopping by, but that's okay. They check on this stuff all the time. Do me a favor. Leave your number with the guy that you called into. I'm going to jump you off air right now, and my assistant will get the number, and we'll send you some makeup. Uh, no problem. Thank you very much. All right. Thank you for calling Love in. Show. Thanks. Bye. All right. So we're giving away some makeup. It was I, I figured he'd want an ATV ride. Well... Maybe he oh. wants to, you know, give the girl in the pit in the basement a present. I don't know. It's Valentine's Day coming up. Exactly. <laughs> got, got oh, hey, speak, speaking of the girl in the basement, did you see they, they, they tried to sell that house and nobody's buying it? Nobody's buying really? it? Really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, house I, from Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> yeah. That no one wants Buffalo Bill's house. They said, you know uh, what? It probably doesn't have that pit in the basement. That's why it's not selling. It does not like, have the pit in the basement. That's well, I, w- I wouldn't want it either. But it's also listed for three hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Was that normal for that neighborhood? Uh, you know, I don't, I'm not. I, I'm not sure exactly where it is. It's somewhere here in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Uh, but uh, that seems a little high to me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the Playboy Mansion hasn't sold yet either. So. Yeah, I was um, thinking of putting a bid on that. Yeah. Well, two hundred million, and then you know, of course, the another hundred million to steam clean it. Um, <laughs> so, but, right? a lot yeah. of hidden costs. Yeah, our, our our negotiation broke down when I found out Hef wanted to stay. Yeah, yeah that'll, that that'll be a problem. That's the end of it. All right, we have one more caller in California, guys. Then we're not taking any more calls for the show. Hello, caller in California. Hello. Hi. Who is your favorite horror icon, and why? I would have to say Jupiter Creepers, just because he can't die. It's, okay. Yeah, it's, oh. I find that awesome. Well, there's a lot of them that don't really die, so <laughs> that's kind of unique. They keep coming back. All right, what is your name? Imaj. Okay, hi. <laughs> uh, thank you for calling into the show, and leave your number with the guy that you called in through. He'll send it to me. We're going to go to break. You have won a ride in, at Off-Road Rentals in Palm Springs, California, a great ATV place, great for the whole family. Thank you very, very much for calling in. Thank you. So I, I don't know the Jeepers, Jeepers Creepers. Does anyone know what that is? I do. Yeah, I've seen them. Yeah, I do too. It's like a scarecrow with wings and I, it's some kind of reptile demon that goes after kids in buses. Seems to, it seems to like kids in buses a lot. <laughs> but, that, uh, that would do it. There's two I, of them at least. You know, I'm kind of offended nobody said Leatherface. That was, I was like, come on, guys. On principle, one person well, has to call him with Leatherface. Shame on all of you. If someone, okay, guys, I'm not taking anyone live online. Well, that's only two. Uh, that's only two callers. So, and I, I'll bet you, I, I, I was going to ask that guy if it, it was the first movie he ever saw, too. Because a lot of people, but it just depends on the first one they saw. Yeah. Well, you know what? Uh, if, 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 we're, uh, if we're going strictly by character... I'm going to, you know, I hate to say it, but I'm going to have to say Leatherface for, for obvious reasons. Yeah, well, that's not, not a surprise Leather, there. Leatherface is the best. <laughs> yeah, Leatherface is the best. Guys, we're going to break. 
Right Fantastic. after the break, we'll be back with Mr. R.A. Mihailov and John Kessner. I'm Summer Helene, your host. This is Behind the Scenes. We'll be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Conservation starts with us. Learn about environmental concerns each week when you tune in to Our Wild World with host Ellie Weiss. Our show centers on Africa each week and what's being done to save our wildlife, ecology, and ourselves. However, we'll also discuss what's going on closer to home. And most importantly, we'll let you know what can be done in our own backyards by featuring guest experts and featuring your questions and answers. Listen every Monday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Do you want to expand the legacy that you leave behind? Get the inspiration you need by hearing from others who are doing just that. Listen for Your Why with host Nelina Varinas. The show features amazing guests who have saved lives, helped others, and brought forth hope to others around them. By hearing their stories, you can make some stories of your own. Your Why can be heard every Friday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back behind the scenes. Hi, guys. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene, and we are on with John Kessner, who you're like better than you like me. And we had R.A. Mihailov on. I'm trying to see if you're still on. Are you on here, Mr. Mihailov? I knew he was having a little bit of trouble with the phone. We were talking with Leatherface. Guys, yeah. if you want to win anything else, I'm going to say this once and once only. When we have Leatherface on the show, you show respect to Leatherface. <laughs> you want any more free stuff from us? Write in on Facebook, but you better pick Leatherface as the best horror icon, and we will tell you why later yeah. on in the show. Right now, we're going to be talking about some real Hollywood horror stories. John, you were telling me a little bit about one that you heard. I'm going to have, we're going to have a gentleman on from David Andrew Salon. Now, i got to tell you a little story about David Andrew Salon. Um, I had somebody do my hair for an event and they dyed it white with gray tips. It looked absolutely horrible. I was hysterical. Alexis got me into Dow at David Andrew Salon in Palm Springs, California, and he saved my hair. Oh. I thought I was going to have to cut it off. It was gray. It looked like I had a gray ombre. It was really, what really happened? bad. How does that happen? I, just a bad hairdresser. And then I went in and I was crying and Dow saved my hair. Dow absolutely saved my hair. So I went into David Andrews' salon and Dow saved my hair. And I can tell you, and you know, John, I spent a lot of time on the red carpet. I'm photographed consistently. So it yeah. was it was terrifying for me, and I know this, this isn't, isn't your Hollywood, Hollywood horror story. No, no, John, this is not my Hollywood horror story. I was say, this yeah, is this my is own really personal horror there, story. So. <laughs> 
<laughs> this was this is my own personal horror story. Okay. But while I was at David Andrews Salon in Palm Springs, California, I actually met the owner. And he told me about an experience he had that was really, really horrific um, with Hollywood and with some product placement and some different things. Now, I contacted the woman that he'll be talking about trying to get comment, and she absolutely refused comment. Now, I'm going to say this woman's not union. She is not legitimately in the industry. But I find a lot of time people that are not legitimately in the industry um, like to sell themselves like they are. And it sounds like the director that you were talking about – um, the 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 director you were telling me about, John, oh, really did from last night was yeah. another Hollywood horror story. Um, well, it's, tell it's us a Hollywood about, horror story, but not even in Hollywood. I, I went to a premiere last night, and from what I understand, the the and this is the, I mean, there's so many shady things that happen. People really need to have their guard up. They get the stars in their eyes, and it doesn't matter if you're in Los Angeles or you know, Phoenix, Arizona, or, you know, Atlanta, Georgia, or whatever. People hear a movie, and they just, they drop Lose their guard, that, and they get involved in things. And uh, I was at a film last night, and I understand there were quite a few people there who had paid money to this production company, a uh, writer, director, producer, uh, you know, an individual, and he promised them screen time for money. And then he cut all of them out of the movie, so... That's terrible. <laughs> they were, there were a lot of messages flying around today because the premiere was last night. It's like, hey, I'm not in it. And I got to uh, tell you, it's it's not uncommon to pay to be in a film. There are there are a lot of things I've given away. You know, walk on roles for charity. I mean, there there are a lot well, of things. People do that tons happen. of stuff to get the money to but, make their movie. Yeah, and then you know, artistically, it's like, well, it didn't crooked. work. So yeah, that and it's. So yeah, it's that's and that's that that's a Hollywood horror story that wasn't even in Hollywood. That, and that happens. You know? We have R A back online. We're going to toss him back on. Oh great! Hi. Hey, sorry about that. I tried to switch headsets and got cut off. It it happens. So I'm going to ask you, what is your Hollywood horror story? We all hear those mythical stories, and I'm not talking about you know, um, you know, the Black Dahlia and people getting cut off, but we're talking about. Um, crookery in Hollywood, the crooks in Hollywood. And like I said, I don't find a lot of crooks in Hollywood. I find a lot of the wannabes are crooks, not right. necessarily the people in Hollywood. Yeah, right. Yeah, well, you know, as an actor, uh, in the very early part of your career, you, you, you do non-union movies. And, uh, I mean, it's just a, you don't have any choice. You're not in the union. You need to build up a resume. So you do non-union movies. And they're... they're uh, they're, you're not protected by Screen Actors Guild, so you're subject to whatever uh, you know thing. Bad things want to happen, and I can tell you, one time I didn't get paid uh, on a movie. So see, that's that's terrible. So I went to the producer's office, <laughs> rode my motorcycle to the producer's office, uh, marched up, and suggested he might want to pay me. And, Did they pay you? Oh yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> made it very clear that uh you know if well I did, I you know you can't you really can't threaten anybody but I implied that if I didn't get the money that was owed me unpleasant things were going to unfold were going to unfold you know I had um a gentleman I know he is very well known from the walking dead um, he is a phenomenal actor and one of my favorite people in the whole wide world his name is Vincent Ward he was shooting in Asia and just had something very similar happen. 
and this is a guy who is union, does have representation, does have an agent, does have a manager. And he had the same thing happen because contracts are handled a little differently in Asia than they are here. And so they thought that it meant flexible. (laughs) They could do it, you know, however they pleased. And he did the same thing. He's a very large man. And Mm -hmm. he stood there and he went, nope, this isn't happening. So that's, it's, it's a good, it's a good story for people trying to get into Hollywood. You've got to hold your ground. You really, really do. Hold your ground and, and, um, you know, try to get, try to get your payment up front. Absolutely. Um, get the, well, get them, that, you know, get paid very up often, front. but. <laughs> no, yeah. but if. No. But. Make sure, make sure, you've got to make sure you're protected and the union does do that. But it's true. You have to do a lot of indie before you can get in the union. Yeah, well, the, exactly. orig- the, the original, the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. We just lost Gunnar Hansen last fall. Y- yes, we did. I just read his book too, um, and they he got. I think if I remember right, they finally got their check for Texas Chainsaw, and they'd all invested very much in it without getting really paid. And the mob took over the movie and took all the money. Like he got a that- check for three hundred and eighty-seven dollars or something. Right. Uh, think about that. We're talking about the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre, a movie that was making millions of dollars and went to Cannes and, you know, and they got, the guys that made it got $387. Right. Well, there, and that's the, you know, that's, that's a perfect example. The actors, you know, Gunner and, and Marilyn and all those guys, they made very little. They made, I, I, I don't know, I didn't read the book. You may know more about this than I do, but they made... Their their wage for doing the film and did they did they participate in the revenue stream further down? They were no. supposed to. They were they were working with the understanding that they would all participate. You know that the, uh, that that happens a lot, but it doesn't always work that way. Um, I know some very well known people. Uh, Dev Ross, first female star writer at Disney, she created Land Before Time series. You guys know how much that's worth. Uh-huh. She asked yeah. for point one. Point zero one points on the back end, and was fired. But that was to Disney, right? That no, that was from Universal and was fired. Universal, for it. and okay. they said well, she, I, be, she was she was a woman. She should have been grateful. They got they asked for points from the mafia, so you know the Texas Chainsaw folks. They they ended up, I don't know. I take I take the mob over Disney some days. Well, that, that's, that's probably another show right there. But. <laughs> that's, that's a whole other show. Um, we, have, we have a Hollywood horror story online, and we have four minutes to break. I'm going to call David on. David is from David Andrews Salon. Uh, his gentleman, Dow, is who fixed my hair after my little horror. David, welcome to the show. Thank you. Glad to be on. You are on with R.A. Mihailov, who played Leatherface. You are on with John Kester, my co-host, and I am Summer Helene. Welcome to Behind the Scenes. We're talking about Hollywood horror stories. And when I was in your salon getting my hair horror story fixed, you told me about an experience that you had that absolutely shocked me to my core. Well, you know, it wasn't quite a Hollywood horror story. It's more like down the road from Hollywood in Palm Springs. But, we, you know, we have a lot of celebrities here, too. Well, t- would you tell us a little bit about what happened? Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to preface it this by saying product placement is very, very important in Hollywood. Um, I'm sure Mr. Mihailov here could tell you if they could get Leatherface holding a can of Coke, that's what we're selling. 
Um, John can tell you in any kind of film or television show, there's a lot of trading that goes on. Smashbox is one of my product partners. Nestle, uh, Arrowhead Water, Annie's Pretzels, um, Panda Express, Domino's. Uh, Alexis is yelling in the background. Off-Road Reynolds, I have a lot of product partners. Pure PR, Cindy Honig, Honig, her grandfather's vacuum company she keeps throwing in. That is not one of our product partners. Um, but we, we have, everyone should wear logos. We look like NASCAR drivers. The reason this works is because of honesty, integrity, and fair play. David, would you tell us a little bit about what happened? We've got about three minutes till break. I'm going to tell the story and then we're going to talk about it when we come back. Would you tell us what happened? please? Sure will. I was approached by, by somebody in Palm Springs who wanted to do a reality TV show and what, was looking for a What is her name? I don't mind saying that on air because I contacted this woman. I tried to do it and I'm very big into I don't want anyone else getting screwed by her. Um, she goes by, depending on how you want to pronounce her, her name is um, Andrea Santine or Andrea Santian. And she also is known as Andrea Santian Whippy, which Whippy was her uh, married name. Okay. Um, she contacted me through through email because she had seen that I had uh, had movie experience and I've done um, stage. I've also been on television doing makeovers and so forth. Mm-hmm. And I said asked if I would be willing to meet her and talk to her about doing hair for her show, with having mentioned like I, I guess in credits. So because I didn't know who she was, I, I looked up her name and I said, okay, she she has a website. Website looks very good, but you know, if you know anybody who's techie, you can get a good website. So I, I agreed to meet with her. We got along really well. And next thing you know, I'm doing her hair for her. I'm doing colors. I'm doing blow dry cuts, keratin smoothing treatments, a lot of expensive stuff, corrective colors because she would change her mind what color she wanted to be or a director talked to her and said, no, I really don't like this color. I want to do something different or, or some story like that. Never did she ever give me any money for it, but I got to run a tab on her for that when her, soul, her show got sold, I would be paid through her, um, through her company. So it went on and on, and the next thing I know, her children were involved in getting services done, and my partner was pulled into it um, in the salon was pulled into it by doing their nails because he does nails as well as hair um, and other services in the salon. And then one day she um, she told us that she was going to be going on a, a made-for-TV movie down here called Behind the Candelabra, and she was going to have a, a speaking part. Well, that same night, our newscast said, um, our news reporter said that they were done filming here. And I thought, well, that's kind of odd. They're done filming, but yet she's going to be going on being filmed here in Palm Springs for a speaking part. So the next time she called, I read her the riot act, and I said, I don't like being lied to. And and that's a good thing. Now, also, we've got about 30 seconds till break. I'm going to say this. It wasn't just you. If you get on Ripoff Report, you can look her up. She took yep. a, pla- a company that did plastic surgery for a bunch of money. She's taken animal breeders. She took you for a bunch of money. And this is something she, that personally irritates. Irritates yeah. me because I think product placement is a very, very important part of filmmaking. Because let's face it, we can't afford a hundred million dollar movie unless we're trading our tails. Right. So when we get back, we're going to talk a little bit about this. I'm Summer okay. Helene. 
I am on with David from David Andrews Salon here in Palm Springs, California. I am on with John Kastner, who you all like better than you like me, but that's okay because I'm the big scary guy. And then speaking of the big scary guy, we are on with R.A. Mihailov, Leatherface. We'll be right back with Behind the Scenes. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Have you found the beauty inside of you? Join Bonnie Bonadeo each week for Beauty Inside and Out. We'll explain how beauty plays a part in everybody's lives. Our guests are makeup artists, hairdressers, and doctors. But we'll also feature holistic and wellness specialists and spiritual advisors. You can find that beauty inside and express it to its fullest on the outside. Tune in to Beauty Inside and Out every Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. You count. Tune into Interrevolutionary Radio and join the spontaneous wave of people all over the planet who, like you, are changing our world from the inside out. Follow the movement. Meet guests who are shaking things up. Call in and gain insights and courage to empower your own voice. Large or small, your part counts. So join us. Co-hosted by Beth Green and James Maynard, Interrevolutionary Radio airs live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1 866 472 5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back behind the scenes. Hi, guys. Welcome back to the show. This is Behind the Scenes. I am Summer Helene, the Wicked Witch of the West Coast. I am your host, and I am on with John Kessner, who you all like better than you like me. We are talking to David from David Andrews Salon talking about Hollywood horror stories and we are on talking about Hollywood horror stories with the one, the only, the amazing R.A. Mihailov, Leatherface. We're talking about real life Hollywood horror stories. Hi! So what do you think? You've heard a little bit about what David was saying with his his real life Hollywood horror story. I mean, what do you guys think? I gotta tell you, I mean, that sounds like a a perfect scheme for theft of services. Uh, You know, uh, my question is, w- were they actually filming segments of the show? None, none that I was ever made aware of. Um, but, you know, I, I can tell you for a fact, because at the same time, I was designing another salon that we were going to be moving into. And when I told her that, that how busy I was between my personal life, running one salon and now tr- going back and forth dealing with construction crews, she had said, well, here, you know what? I'm having a fountain delivered to my house because they're, and I'm getting it done for free and because we're going to be mentioning them on the show and I want you to have a water feature in your salon and we'll get it through the production company so you can get it for free as well. 
And she started mentioning other things that she was getting for free that she wanted me to take a part of as well. But Okay, okay. Well, I'm, I'm going to cut in from a studio side and tell you as a producer, it's, there, there is no free. There is trade, one service for another. There is, um, there is advertising. There are a lot of things, but I cannot ima- – I mean, it's, it's not free. It does cost. And that's a big warning to everybody out there. Hello out there in you know, radio land. Here is your big, big warning. Nothing is free. And if you don't know where this show is airing or what's going on, you've got to get that information. The big you really, question really is, did do. the show ever get made? No. Never got made. And when I so called got her on fountains it, being installed and, and you're doing mm-hmm. all this stuff for she her got, and her she kids. She got plastic surgery. Yeah, she had plastic surgery done, and I, I saw the results of that, and um, she had some, she got involved with a, a pet scheme or some p- company that was supposed to be able to get pets to fly in for people who wanted them, who were adopting or whatever, and these people never got their pets because she kept them. Oh. There was Yorkie, uh, Yorkies and a capuchin monkey, I think, which she never got permits capuchin for, but monkey, yeah. she has them. But, um, no, everything was going, and when, when I called her a lie and said, you know, she's, I said, so this is how much you owe, and she started making payments, and then she stopped, and when she, she heard that I, I had told somebody about the, who the plastic surgeon was that was doing some of her work, and she, you know, threatened me with libel, and if I even, even dared to try to take her to small claims court, she would claim bankruptcy. Wow. Was well, that going to be on the show, too? <laughs> yeah. It's, I mean, that's, that's a hell of a Hollywood horror. It would have been a good part of it, wouldn't it? Next episode, uh, bankruptcy. Hey, I, I have to say, I mean, from what I've heard of this woman and this whole situation, I mean, this is almost tantamount to claiming you have cancer uh, to get donations, you know? Yeah. Well, that's, that's exactly it. I think the reason it's so astounding is just the level of goal that it takes. I mean, the, the level of goal to look at someone and say, do this. For me, put in your time, put in your work, put in your money, and by the way, screw you. Well, another possibility is she probably thought she had a show, and she probably thought she was going to be able to pull this off, and but she you, couldn't. Now, I, you I, I, don't I, start I re- collecting re- until, until that show is ready to go. I yeah, mean, I re- come on. I've, I've put together a lot of TV shows. I've done a lot of movies. Reality I'm shows? Not, yes, and I'm okay, I, don't not, how, I don't know how those work. I just think I, it's some guy with a camera following around people all day. Well, that, and that, well there you go. There, there you go, John. That's just it. There, uh, David said there were no cameras. Yeah, no, no cameras. And she even at one point said she, was, she knew that this was going to take off so well that she was going to uh, pitch it to own you know, the Oprah Winfrey Network because at that time well, it was a failing, so well. failing studio. Um, <laughs> and they could use her help, and her show was going to make them money. Hold on, hold on. Own, for own, you go through discovery. All distribution for own is through discovery. And there's a tidbit for anybody out there that wants to make a TV show or movie. There is something called a producer's portal at Discovery Channel. You can submit your films. It gives you a list. You can submit your TV shows, your ideas. It gives you a list of where they go. Put it in there and you actually can get stuff made that way. It's interesting. It's a little harder and it better be fantastic because if you're not calling in a favor or a friend, it does make it harder. But you can submit her, things was, that way. What was her reality show? What, what was the idea? What, what was the great idea? 
It was about her. How, so was... how fantastic she was that she was able to balance her life, her life as a, as a producer, her children's life, um, and family life. So she's actually okay. done something? I, I guess it would be I, sort I of like that a, That's a, not a special. Palm Springs takeoff on Kate plus eight. Hold up. Does she have eight kids? Two kids. A boy okay, and a girl. Well, I've, I've got two. A job, an assistant. I travel between states. Nobody gives a shit about doing a reality <laughs> show about me. That's, that's not well, special. You know. That's not super mom. Oh, that well. That's, that's terrible, David. I'm really sorry to hear that. I really am. What, and what is this lady's name? Guys, don't get involved with her. Her name is? Andrea Santine or Andrea Santian or Andrea Santine Whippy. Okay. And, um, yep, and Whippy, I've been on her Whippy. IMDb page. There is absolutely no information except for her, uh, a headshot of her. No birth date, no listings, no credits, nothing. But I've told my story on, her, on that page. And, oh. and you should, oh, wow. and you should keep telling it because I, I say this all the time. Hollywood doesn't do this. It's people outside. Hollywood doesn't do this. We, you know, we're, we're professionals. If you're not getting something in writing promising you something, be careful. Miss Whippy, I'd love to invite you on the show. Um, when I called you the other day, or my assistant called you, and told you that I was an executive, you were very, very excited. Of course, the idea of being called out on this on the show was not your liking, um, but you are welcome to come on and tell your side if you'd like. Oh, yeah, but I'm sure I she'll show up now. Say, <laughs> I, I do have to say I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not so keen on people messing with my job, messing with uh, people around here and messing with people in the name of Hollywood. Our reputation's bad enough. We're working on cleaning it up. David, Amen to that, Summer. <laughs> yeah, at least Hollywood has the money to pay you off if they do this. Exactly, if you piss us off enough. David, thank you so much for being on the show. Guys, his guy, Dow, is the one that fixed my hair. That's how I heard this story. So if you need your hair fixed or you just need it done for a night, go on over to David Andrews Salon in Palm Springs, California. They are fantastic. David, thank you for being on the show. I'm really sorry that happened to you. Thank you for having me, Summer. I appreciate it. No problem, and I'm. thank you for sharing your Hollywood horror story. We're going to talk about some more Hollywood horror stories, but i got to say, you know, guys, get it in writing, and David, I'm sorry. Your place is beautiful. Your work is beautiful. You. you know, I, I love your guy, Dow. I'm giving a shout-out to him. He rescued my hair. I thought I was going to go bald. Um, <laughs> it, well, you might have a reality show there. I'm, I'm, there is no re- look. If there was something Summer, I could I sell, John, you know the, me, <laughs> you know the me. Bald bitch of the West or something, you know? Yeah, I, I don't know. Is there a right. show there? <laughs> <laughs> there could, there could, could, could very well be, John. And if there's something to exploit, I will find it. Give okay. me, give me five minutes and a tic tac, and I'll give you a show. This David, is why she keeps me around. It is, <laughs> David. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you, Summer. All right. Good night. All there right. Now. I'm, I'm going to ask you guys, what do you think? Um, what do you think of that? I mean, we hear stories like that. I heard one not too long ago, uh, again, Dev Ross, um, a guy named Mark Halpin. Halpin um, actually tried to sabotage a job for her. And this is, you know, a really credited woman. I've heard stories. I had a friend of mine who uh, got locked in a room with a producer with two pit bulls tied to the desk. Producer got butt naked. And this poor guy is standing there trying to bring him his lunch. And this very large naked man released the pit bulls that sat in front of the door. It turned out he was watching porn. 
and trying to get into this, uh, my, you know, this, this uh, PA's pants years ago. Now the PA is a wonderful man and a very accredited director, but this happens. What do you guys think about these stories that come out of, out of Hollywood or off the Hollywood fringes? That is a horror story. <laughs> that is a horror story. You know, it's the, the rip-off stories are bad, but the uh, being molested stories are always worse. That sounds like a horror movie scene. The naked guy and his giant pit bulls locked in an office with you. And it's like, oh, wow, that sounds like a horror movie. It, it yeah. really does. You know, I've been, I remember, uh, you know, I've, I've been sent to get hemorrhoid cream and I've had coffee cups thrown in my head and everything else when I first started out. Uh, <laughs> but... You know, it's. I think it's the ones where you pull in people and just rip them off. I don't like those stories. John, you told us one about uh, the director that did that. You know, I love I love horror on the screen. I love Leatherface. I love the entertainment aspect. I hate when Hollywood does something mean or people do something mean in the name of Hollywood, and it's just not true. That happens all the time. I mean, any, any, and the thing about Hollywood is it's just a power thing. It's, it's irresistible that people, you know, start to get power and they start to go a little nutty with it. And they think they, you know, have power over people and money and fame. And, um, you know, it does some nutty stuff to people. So Yeah, it only costs nine ninety five to get 500 cards printed up. Uh, I'm, I'm a producer, you know what I mean? You can, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I know people you know, have done that too. Yeah, oh yeah, flim flam and things like that. Uh, there, in the late uh, uh, early nineties, mid nineties, there were there were companies working out uh, out of Hollywood, raising you know, putting together unregistered registered securities, raising a million dollars to make a movie, uh, giving a, a a new director a hundred thousand of that million to have a completed product. It didn't matter how good it was. It, it just mattered that it was finished and they had something to present to their investors. Uh, you know, the, the point being, they would pocket the, the 900000 for their personal use and, <laughs> and tell the investor, well, you know, we made, we made the movie, but you know how it is. Uh, uh, it's it is, yeah. It's a very subjective thing, and I'm sorry it, we didn't, you know, make your money back, but that's the way it goes. That's the way it goes, yeah. I had a friend of mine who, who, who came up with some business cards that identified him as a film director producer, and he went to the AVN Awards, which is the porno industry awards, mm-hmm. and was passing those out. This guy was, he didn't even install cable in people's homes. I mean, that's how far away from the movie business he was. <laughs> and I said, what, what, are you, what are you hoping to do? He goes, well, I'm hoping to get some porn stars to call me. I said, so you're going to call yourself a producer? You're not a producer. He goes, yeah, I am. I produced these cards, didn't I? There you go. <laughs> it's, right, it, it is, it's, it's amazing just the goal that it takes for people to step in with that kind of thing. But, you know, i got to say the stories I hear are always from the fringes. It's never from the people on the front line in Hollywood. I've never heard them about you, R.A. I've never heard them about John. I've never heard them about myself. only ones I ever hear about me is, you know, I'm evil and I cut their budget. But... Wow. You know, every, everyone has their horror stories. Um, we are going to go to break. We're going to talk a little bit more with R.A. Mihailov, Leatherface. We're going to talk about his upcoming film. We're going to talk about a little bit of Hollywood gossip. Guys, we have 30 seconds to break. I'm going to tell you this. Hollywood is a very small place. Everything is verifiable. You can find out any information. Hell, if you want to know if somebody's above board, call in the show and I'll tell you. <laughs> I'll find it out for you. 
Don't let yourself get taken for a ride. Hollywood is a very good place to work and a great place to be and wonderful people. Don't get stuck by the outsiders. We'll be right back after the break. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Tune in to The Patricia Raskin Show on VoiceAmerica.com every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. This is the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions with the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio, Patricia Raskin. So tune in and call in to The Patricia Raskin Show, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Tune in every week for Sex Out Loud. Host Tristan Taramino will discuss everything from sexual pleasure to sexual politics. Get an insider's perspective from leaders in the adult film industry, the LGBT community, and the sex-positive world. From kink to non-monogamy, nothing is off-limits. Plus, you can call in to join the conversation. Sex Out Loud airs every Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific, on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back behind the scenes. Hi, guys. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene. I am on with John Kessner, who you all love, who's funny as hell, and R.A. Mihailov, who does not play very funny characters. He scares the life out of everybody, who hey plays now, Leatherface. <laughs> Great, great. We were talking. We have about 10 minutes left to the show, but I want to talk to these guys. You know, during the break, if you guys, I know you guys don't hear us, but we sit and we chat while you commo- while the commercials are on and everything's going on. And um, RA said something really interesting. He said the chutzpah that it takes, you know, the balls that it takes for this woman to call in with this, this bullshit is, is pretty phenomenal. And uh, John was saying, well, the problem is she may believe it. So that that makes a difference. You gotta gotta check up on these people, no matter how convincing they sound. Make sure that people are above board and get everything in writing. So well, there's we've a lot gone of people from- who think that they're you know that they have the best idea, and you know that they, they, they real they honestly believe that what they're doing is going to be great. And then when you find out what it is, it's like, oh my god, I invested how much in this? Yeah, um, but you know, John, so, I, I, John, I have I, the, just the way this whole thing went down. I have to say this woman uh, was very calculating in what she did and knew exactly what she was doing. She had no intention of uh, producing a show. I mean, come on. You can buy a, uh, you know, you can buy a, a, a camera for a few hundred dollars. Oh, absolutely. You, 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 you know, know, if she's such a big, big deal, 
she could have gotten a, a, a strug- young, struggling uh, cinematographer to follow her around for a hundred bucks a day, maybe. You know? Yeah, yeah but all, all the con jobs were getting a new fountain for her house and getting her hair done and plastic surgery done, so that she could be this big show she really thought she was. So I, I'm not defending her. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah, but, but, but in some of these cases, they probably think they do have a huge deal that's going to change the entertainment industry. And there's nothing there. You find out, like, what? You're really not that talented or interesting. I don't, you know. So I'm just saying there's that aspect to it, which actually makes it crazier instead of just a con job. All right. Well, I don't know. I, I just, <laughs> and the results are all the same, you know. But uh, I, I got to go with RA on this. It's, I, find it, I find it crooked because if you don't have that distro deal, you don't have, you don't have anything set up. You, you scare me. I mean, that's, that's bad. Well, I'm, I'm going to switch subjects, guys. I know we're talking about Hollywood horror stories in real life. I really want to talk about what goes on screen now. We've got a lot going on in Hollywood right now, but I want to hear a little more about this movie you have coming out, R.A. Oh, yes, my movie with, uh, written and directed by John Schneider. It's called Smothered. It's a horror comedy featuring uh, starring uh, several horror icons, including Kane Hodder, myself, Bill Mosley, um, John Kassir, the Crypt Keeper, Michael Berryman, Malcolm Denar from Christine. Uh, let me think who else. Um, there, and all the horror fans or... know this. They know uh, who these people are. All the oh, horror yeah. fans know oh, who yeah, they yeah. all are. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we, 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 we play versions of ourselves. Uh, and the reason I say versions, we, use, we actually use our real names, but uh, I play a character who's a little, well, how can I put this? Uh, he's a little timid. Really? You play, yes. you play a timid you? Uh, uh, yes, I play, a, I, I play a timid fellow. Uh, I, and this I is a, a little, version of I, you? Huh? This is a version of you? Well, it's, way, <laughs> it's what John Schneider wrote, and I had okay. to interpret it. You know? uh, okay. Very cool. <laughs> you know, uh, but uh, I, I, my character's afraid of everything. He's a nice. He's a horror movie star, but he uh, he's afraid of the dark. He's afraid of birds. He's afraid, you know. He's got a little <laughs> he, he's got a little dog that he carries with him. A little you know, uh, dachshund. My little fritter. My little puppy. Whoopy. Anyway, so we're we're at a convention like uh, John was talking about earlier, and we're not making any money. So we get an offer from a mysterious woman. To go haunt her trailer park with our with our iconic characters. Wow! Yeah, very cool. Yeah, that, that actually sounds very very cool. Well, I, I think it is. You know, uh, the 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 film's been getting some very decent reviews. Yeah, and and I'm, comedy I'm horror have to see is this a genre in tell itself. You how it is. It is. It is. It really, really is. And you know, you when, know it, when, have... when it hits right, it's it's you know everyone has fun with it. Rocky yeah. Horror Picture Show. Well, American Werewolf in London, I'm thinking, or the, going back to Roman Polanski's Fearless Vampire Killers, which, you know, these are balances between horror and comedy. Yeah. Um, or, you know, if you want to throw in something like Reanimator, I don't know if you guys ever saw that. It's but stuff. It's right. a straight horror movie, but it's so outrageous in parts that you're like, wow, uh, should I be laughing at this? Yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. So, yeah, well, it's, it's a, I love the genre. Tell uh, now, is this going to be shown at all theaters? How do people watch this? 
Well, uh, the original intent, uh, I, I got an email from uh, John Schneider uh, a couple of weeks ago telling me the release date. Uh, I'm not sure if it will be uh, uh, video on demand or theatrical release. The original idea was to have a theatrical release, so keep your eyes peeled for that. Now, will, that, okay, will this well, be playing I'm, at I'm conventions? Gonna... Huh? Are you guys planning on playing at some of the conventions coming up? We've done up? that. We, we've done uh, quite a few of them. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I know they well, roll our, out some horror films that way. We have two minutes till we go off air. I'm going to say this. R.A., would you do me a huge favor? Yes. Um, let me know where this is playing so I can tell our people, so I can tell the audience where they Absolutely. can see this new horror film. And, guys, this is not, you know, we're not talking about real-life Hollywood horrors now. Now we are talking about the best kind of Hollywood horror. It's on screen. It's great. It's got icons. It's got Mr. Mihailov here. We have two minutes till we're off air. Is there anything you guys want to tell everyone out there in Radio Land? I just want to tell you and John and every, you two especially, well, you two, for having me on the show. And thank everybody that's listening for listening. <laughs> I absolutely will. And thank you so, so much. I'm going to tell everyone for you, thanks for listening. And I'm going to say thank you for listening. R.A., thank you for being on the show. You are one of our favorite people to have on because you have got some, I mean, you've got one of the most interesting characters in history, i, I got to uh, say. Uh, Summer, thank you. It's always a pleasure to be on the show, and I'm just a phone call away. And I love it. I'm going to drag you on again, and we will talk about the next Hollywood horror icon that you created playing yourself in this next horror film. So we'll have to see what we can do, and I'll call and see if we can give away a copy or something. And Thank I, you I will for being get, on. once I get all the details of the release, I will get that to you. And that's, and that's what we want. Thank you so much, R.A., for being on the show. Uh, thank you, Summer. All right, John, I love you. I'll see you next week. Guys, right, thanks thank for you. joining us on Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene. We'll see you next week. Thanks for checking out the show. Behind the Scenes can be heard live on the Voice America Variety Channel every Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific. Be sure to join Summer Helene for more Scoop next week.